0: Hey, what's up? It's the big 50 of the show. I'm here with Lily. We talk about the new year, what we're looking forward to and some goals. So enjoy. Reluctant vegan so ah oh, fuck. Welcome, welcome to what is going to be episode 50 of the podcast.
1: Yay.
0: I'm Adam and i'm here with i guess the person who started this whole journey because there'd be no reluctant vegan son if there was no veganism in this house so lily is here she was the first vegan in the family
1: hello i'm lily i'm adam's sister
0: you've been on before right
1: i think a while ago
0: a while ago yeah so this is the 50th episode and 47 of them about i was looking at the numbers were with mom uh Maybe one with you, one with Rio, my, my biggest guess, My <laughs> coming out of nowhere, uh, and two with Catherine, I think. Hmm. So, and Catherine was maybe going to join us, but she's busy. She's popping off right now, which is fantastic. Look her up, she Catherine. She's in the zone. For Just her life is popping. Yeah. We've got lots of opportunities. But... This is the fiftieth episode. Happy holidays! It's uh, about it was Christmas. It was New Year's. We celebrated Christmas. That was pretty exciting. Not New Year's yet. It's about to be.
1: About to be, yeah.
0: This is gonna be the last episode before New Year's. True. It comes out. It's on Saturday, so.
1: I thought you said it was New Year's. I was like, oh no, no, no.
0: That'd be pretty much. It is pretty much New Year's. I don't understand. New Year's Day. I feel like it's not important. Hmm. New Year's Eve gets all the hype. Or, I guess, the one minute.
1: New Year's Day is like recuperation day.
0: Yeah. And then it's on a weekend this year, so people are going to go out again anyway. Right. But, you ever want to go see the ball drop?
1: No. Absolutely not. It sounds awful. They're there, like, in the freezing cold for, like, hours and hours and hours to see nothing, basically.
0: But we have a friend, Beth. She uh, she goes every year, Mm -hmm. she was saying. And she's only there for 30 minutes. You wouldn't even want to do something like that.
1: Maybe. I don't, when I was up until like a few, I'm 20 now, and up until I was probably like 16, 17, I thought that the ball drop was really climactic. Like I just assumed it'd be like three, two, one, and then the ball would like swing and drop on one. But it's very anticlimactic. It's just like slowly moving. And then at one, it stops moving.
0: Yeah. Wait, you thought that for that long? I We've watched that it for
1: that long. We've- I don't know why.
0: We've watched it every year.
1: I know. I don't know what I was thinking, but it was so anticlimactic.
0: I thought it would be nice uh, to go into like one of the office buildings or something and watch yeah. it from there and be warm. That could be fun. And our parents did that, and they said it was still not great because <laughs> they would have to wait up there, so they cleared out all of Times Square first, and you couldn't hear any of the shows. Unless they had the windows open, but if they had the windows open, it would be freezing anyways and defeat the purpose. I
1: feel like you still probably couldn't hear very well.
0: Yeah. Uh, but they had to wait for everybody to clear out from down there. So they ended up leaving at, like, 3. Wow. So, if you plan on partying late, I guess it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But...
1: I guess that office party wasn't very popping.
0: Could have been. It could be popping until, like, 12 well, or 3. And... I guess
1: they didn't think it was popping.
0: Yeah. I guess if you're just waiting for it to clear out, it's not yeah. a good sign.
1: Yeah, most, most New Year's parties I've been to haven't been that fantastic.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like you want to spend New Year with friends Yeah. and yeah. just figure it out. Maybe actually, you'll kiss someone. Maybe you won't. I don't, but...
1: <laughs> maybe this it's okay. year. okay.
0: Maybe this year in quarantine? Yeah. <laughs> That's a little... <laughs> That's... No. <laughs>
1: it's actually kind of funny. Like, I have a pact with my best friend, and we kiss each other every year. He's, like, super gay. And whenever I'm, like, cooking up with someone on New Year's Eve, like, once one happens, I'll, like, stop, run and kiss my friend, and then go back
0: to it. You'd have to find each other before one, I feel like. We do. It's like take some five, and part. he's
1: like, Lily, where are you? And I'm like, I'm coming.
0: Wait, so he would bust in on you? <laughs> mm-hmm. God. I mean, he would do that anyways, though. Like, it doesn't <laughs> make a difference. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Very <laughs> much. But yeah, uh, New Year's, I think New Year's is a little bit of a stressful time. Yeah. Uh, because everybody always makes resolutions or things to look forward to for the New Year's. And for this episode, I was gonna try to make a list of 50 things I'm looking forward to for the next year. And I got like 12 spots down on the list and I realized, and I was talking to you guys, that you can't really make a list of things you're looking forward to, especially mm-hmm. 50 things a lot. Like you can look as small as possible. I mean, maybe I could lift, list 50 books I want to read in the next year and that would be a list of 50 things I'm looking forward to. Right. But I would also then just put reading and that would be a thing. One and thing. Right? One thing, yeah. Or traveling. and. A lot of the things that i found that people are looking forward to are are traveling. I mean, the world getting back to normal. They're very similar things. And the other thing is that things that you aren't planned or you're not looking forward to can be great too. The little daily things are things that you can say you're looking forward to or do you write down, I'm looking forward to the daily things? Like what is something or what is something you put on the list? I think that if you ask
1: every person, it's a different thing. And I think that people that are only excited by like goals or big things probably have smaller, sadder lives than the people that are really excited by each and every little tiny thing. But Also, you can't have that positive outlook all the time, so it's kind mm-hmm. of a balance. It's more, I think, for me, when I try and write what I'm looking forward to, it's like, What do I want to put my energy into and then take it as it comes? Like if I keep working hard, I still have to let the course of my life take me, but I get to work in a particular direction, you know, and how that comes, it just Mm -hmm. depends and you have to be able to go with the flow instead of fighting that as well.
0: So would that be more the journey is it's the journey or the destination or you think it's it's a combination of both?
1: I think that you can reach towards some destination, but you can't fight. If, if a different path is taking you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to struggle really uphill and maybe never get there. It'll become too hard and too discouraging. You know, you need to... If there's a new path that looks super shiny and there's, like, a gondola and you can just hop right on and it brings you to the top, like, you know, or to a different peak or something like that, I think Go those for. are just as valuable.
0: Could be cool. Yeah. yeah. the jer- I, And I think the journey is important. I mean, yeah, I quit a job after one day, so... Guess what you're saying, there was a shiny new road that opened up, and yeah. I'm gonna jump on it, I'm going to Columbia. And that was the top of my 50 things to look forward to. I still made a list, it's about th- 12 things, cause I mean, yeah, it's hard to come up and specifically put down and plan it. I'm not a big planning person, I have like my bullet points and I'm like, I'm gonna go from there. Yeah. So I think working towards that big goal and having a direction is important, but you may never get there. Yeah. You may have different paths. And pasts- that doesn't
1: define your worth.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only way to move forward is to do something. Right. If you're sitting at home every day, or I mean, we're, we're stuck. You're, we're sitting at home every day. I feel like I'm moving forward, yes, because I've been able to do a lot of things. When most people stay at home, you know, watch Netflix, watch whatever, and I'm not saying I don't do that, but I've been able to keep pushing a little bit. And even if it's just the one thing, as as I say often on this show, you're doing something to move forward and you're better.
1: Yeah.
0: So, but number one was traveling, and yeah. I'm looking forward to that going to Colombia. Uh, if I get all my visa shit worked out. But when? when? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was looking at the agreement. And it said no alcohol, and I wasn't sure if it was on premises or the entire trip. I was like, damn. Not saying that that's the deal breaker. Like,
1: I feel like you don't drink very much unless you're upstate.
0: That's true. Well, I drink with my friends.
1: Right. Right, right, But not super often.
0: I don't drink, like, in the middle of the week or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Like, maybe once a week you drink, if that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta recuperate. I can't drink, like, three times a week anymore. No, I don't get it. People can't. I don't think people are excited to do that, though. I don't either. Like, I think that most people, when I have done that, I've been in pain. Hmm. Not, like mental pain or whatever i just mean like most of the time when i drink i just don't want to see alcohol for like a week right and i'm sure that are people who feel that way and want to not see alcohol for a week and then people are like you want to go out and you're like well shit
1: yeah i think that's because a lot of people equate drinking with having fun Mm -hmm. or drinking with going out like sometimes i'm in college uh, for those of you that don't know and i this semester sometimes i would go out and not drink and just like dance like really hard in the middle of the party or like i don't feel like i need alcohol to have a really good time yeah and also especially if you have a sober buddy in there with you you're just hanging out together and it can still be a lot of fun
0: sometimes though it's very difficult i feel like yeah, depending on the people you like, like if you're sober <laughs> around a lot of drunk people and they're incoherent sometimes the drunk people can be funny and sometimes you're like
1: they're so annoying that's so true no yeah
0: just but i think if you're dancing and everything yeah and you're really into it you gotta commit to the mentality. Like so, have you ever been sober and people think you're the drunkest one there?
1: Oh yeah. All the time. I went on Accutane and so for a whole semester of college, like I couldn't drink at all and I just had to like choose to always be in the vibes, you know? And <laughs> it was honestly kinda of fun some of the time. Like and then if I wasn't having it I would just leave. It was it was COVID so we weren't going anywhere really far. It would just be like some of us in a dorm room and sometimes it was fun and sometimes it was so not fun. Mm-hmm. Then I do my own
0: thing. Yeah, it's really about doing what you want and making it your thing. If you don't like it, you can change where you're coming, going from. And it's hard if you're with friends, I feel like, to leave the situation. Cause, but it's about you're setting your boundaries. I mean, if you're not right. setting your boundaries with your friends or anywhere, then what are you really doing?
1: Right. Did
0: you so, explain the Columbia program? So, yeah, the Columbia program is so for the YMCA uh, promoting Christian ideals uh, for me. Actually, yeah, I'm the thing that said promote Christian ideals. And I'm like, okay, I can promote Christian ideals. I'm not going to be a missionary, obviously, wow. but. Number one Christian ideal to me, as a non-Christian, is everybody love everybody. Yeah. Help thy neighbor is something that is in, I think, every religion, right. and I can get behind that. So if that's the Christian ideal you're peddling, and I'm assuming, or I'm hoping that that's what the YMCA is for, you can take those ideals and shape them the way you want to. Like, I'm not right. going to promote Christianity. I'm not going to say, go join. I mean, Colombia probably was already fucked over by missionaries previously. Right. I'm sure of it not entirely sure. I didn't do research. But I'm like... I'm um, yes. Fairly confident. Missionaries ruin everything.
1: Yeah.
0: And just colonists. Yeah. But I'm not going to peddle people to convert to Christianity. I'm not going to peddle people to convert to Judaism. Though, if they want to go to Chabad, there's got to be a Chabad in Bogota, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Chabad dinners That's really
1: There's a Chabad like in every single remote little town in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know how there's so many of them.
0: And they ask everybody if they're Jewish. They don't try to yeah. convert them. They just try to get all the Jewish people to be more Jewish. Yeah. It's really interesting. Uh, but yeah, I'll tell them to go to Chabad. It would be interesting. But no, just everybody love everybody and support good ideals and being good people. Because yeah. I know when I think of what religion can teach you positively, it is good ideals yeah just
1: I think religion is a beautiful thing in in some facets like Mm -hmm. organized religion has obviously caused so much death so much pain so much fighting and I think that's because it's warped like the basic ideas of religion are just basic morals and if that's what people need to lead a like purposeful and very moral life then I say go get Mm them like that's awesome I think the problem is when things are misinterpreted and lead to hate Where it's like, I don't know if this is what's intended. And I also have this weird thought a lot of time about like blind faith. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful and it's so ignorant at the same time. Like, just um, if you imagine that every single thing that happens every day, every moment is a part of God's plan and is moving you forward and is what's supposed to happen, like that's so beautiful. But then a lot of times you aren't really making your own reality and you really aren't seeing the people around you that are struggling and really aren't internalizing that so it's like you choose to kind of ignore the problems because you believe that it's god's way which i don't agree with i don't
0: understand why i would live life if or how i would live life if i know everything is god's decision making like maybe everything is Mm -hmm. god's decision making and i don't know it like i've had a conversation at camp with sydney about do we have personal choice Everything you make is a decision, but did you choose to make that decision or do you need to make that decision or how did that decision come about? Do we have free will? It's basically Mm -hmm. what we were talking about. I'm not sure what the outcome of that conversation was. It was very intense and very whatever, but it's, I guess, whatever way you look at it. If you dive deep enough, you can say, Well, I did this because this, because I had to do this or whatever. So then free will is taken for you necessarily, but then in another lens, you can have it. Everything's going to be subjective. So, right. once religion starts going into like modern living or like politics or something like that, there, is, most countries or this country was founded on the separation of church and state. Right. And.
1: But it's so deep shipping. in so many of the policies. Mm-hmm. Like it's it is. not really separate.
0: And so, like yeah, there's a line, and when people are interpreting things differently, when things are open to interpretation, you're never going to have a coherent answer and then if people are powerful enough they can figure things out
1: but all of religion is open to interpretation that's what i'm saying oh okay got you
0: yeah i mean there are some things that are maybe not open to interpretation of religion but the majority of it is it's
1: like someone decided that these things my interpretation it's the only way and if you don't follow it then you're not religious then you're not a good jew then you're not this then you're not that like all of these little sentences one sentence in in the torah will say something and a rabbi long long time ago decided that it meant this 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 and this so then you have to follow all these 10 rules that don't actually make any sense that's like basically like a security blanket to make sure that you're encompassing every single thing that could possibly be in this one line but then if someone's like well what about this a religious dude will be like, that's not how we do things like, when you, why do they get to decide that these things make one person a good Jew and these things don't?
0: That's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous. I think you, it's what you believe in. If you yeah. believe you're a good Jew, then you are. Someone decided things a long time ago. Everybody made a decision, and people value a person's decision maybe because of someone they like, someone who thinks similarly. Someone who they follow. That's the same thing as someone like another word for that or whatever. (laughs) But (laughs) if you have something, you're going to have that decision made there. So what makes this decision, which is based on the same information, and it might not be, you know, proven or whatever. What makes their decision better? I mean, I guess there are a few things that are scientifically proven or whatever. I mean, one plus one is two, I would say, but who made one plus one is two couldn't they have made three two and then one plus one would have equaled three yeah like who invented language i was reading that one time i was i was on like reddit looking at what are things that we take for granted that makes absolutely no sense and to me language is one of them
1: yeah
0: who came down sat down and put these pronunciations together and said this means this so they, they like take an object and be like this and then somehow it got widespread yeah did that's fucking genius
1: well anyone could do i could be like a computer is called a zizuza now and if everyone knew it as a zizuza then everyone now. would know
0: oh was it zizuza now zizuza
1: comma now
0: how do they call it zizuza now. Now. <laughs> now
1: um then it wouldn't mean be a smart thing it's just whoever had the most i guess like dictator voice and was like it's a zizuza not a computer you know
0: if we went out and said that these were zizuzas how many people do you think we could get to say that mm. maybe two
1: it depends if we were like ha oh, like it's a joke like come in on it i feel like a lot of people would be like sure why not but if we were like this is not a computer they'd be like what the
0: fuck. this is a zizuza <gasps> but then again words you don't know and, well, I mean, now there's Google in the dictionary. But, like, there are, the sousaphone thing. Like, people could make up words, and you would believe it. I did that If one there time. was the... Infri- unless there was the internet.
1: At my camp, we have a lot of people that are from, like, different countries that... They speak English, but they're not, not the bestest English ever. And there was a kid in our age group, and me, my friend thought it was really funny to, like, make up this word. And all summer, we were, like we do you want to learn some new words and he was like yeah and so we taught him it was called angzia and it was the sound that water droplets make when they land like you know what i'm talking about like like, like a, a plop, dripping a drip? yeah like a plopping sound but that action is called angzia and so every like few days we would be like what's the word we taught you and he'd be like angzia You
0: <laughs> gaslit the shit out of him
1: yeah eventually we told him we were like and he was like what and we were like yeah he was such a funny guy
0: yeah, so I mean, it's just whatever you believe in.
1: Yeah, my friend is a part of this religion, it's called Universal Unitarianism, or Unitarian Universalism, something along those lines, I don't remember exactly, but it's just about what you believe, and everything's about supporting each other, and there's no actual
0: they're you, Unitarian they're,
1: Universalists.
0: Association. Association. Every time I hear a religion I don't know about, I somehow think it's related to Scientology a little bit wait
1: Unitarian Universalism
0: yeah Unitarian Universalism
1: yeah. and so it's not it's only about what you believe and they have like a coming of age ceremony I guess it's like confirmation or bar mitzvah mitzvahs or whatever it is in your religion Um, and they basically write out the things that matter to them most in their life like their morals and they read it to the congregation and the congregation is basically like we accept you
0: very interesting yeah
1: it's not kind of cool
0: why did uh what's it called the cult religion.
1: Which
0: one? The, the big cult. Scientology? Scientology. Why is Scientology a cult and the rest of religion isn't?
1: I think because there's a lot of money involved.
0: Like, is it? You have to pay. Yeah, but is it only a cult if they start killing their own members or something? Yeah,
1: or it's all a decision. Like, I think a lot of religious Jews are cults. I think maybe any Jews are cults. I think any religion is kind of a cult. If any you
0: go cult? so far, if you go far enough. Yeah. But I mean, they made their own decision.
1: Right, but at the end of the day, like, this guy named Moses came off his mountain and was like, listen to me, I am the prophet, I heard God, blah, 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 and everyone was like, word, and followed him, like, that is a cult.
0: Yeah. I mean, we watched Life of Brian, a little different, but the guy next to Jesus, I mean, it was made. It was making fun of, basically, these type of things, and right. is anything with followers a cult? I guess you would believe what's a good thing. You, you, you just believe what you want to. Don't believe that anything's a cult.
1: Or Unless nothing's a cult.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Eh.
0: <laughs> they drank the Kool-Aid.
1: Yeah, I'm like, some things are kind, just
0: kind of Just <laughs> be safe. Maybe yeah. don't think of everything as cults. That's a strange way to put it, but make sure you're doing good things and try not to drink the Kool-Aid.
1: I think with cult, it puts a negative label on things yeah. that would make people not want to do something they believe in because they don't want to be associated with something called a cult or mm-hmm. something along those lines, you know? I, think- I had a roommate um, when I was on my gap year who is from Mexico, but she came to the U.S. and lived in Florida for a few years because her parents were really into Scientology. And we were kind of getting into conversation about it. We never really got to talk deeply about it because COVID hit and the program got canceled and all these things. But I was like, do you think it helped you? It helped you? And she was like, I wouldn't be the person I am today without it. Like, it has helped me in so many ways. and I was so fascinated by that because everything that I hear about Scientology is super negative.
0: I mean, it's going to shape you regardless. You're definitely not going to be the person without it. Right. So. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I think people label cults also easily if it's something that they disagree with. Like, I remember seeing some odd people in East River Park. In my mind, um, and they were, like, doing some, like, dancing, yoga, naked thingy. I love that. It was it was it was strange. They were all right I, my alley. <laughs> I don't think they were naked because I don't think yeah they, there was a lot of people, but there was something like odd about it to me. There was nothing odd about it. in general. They looked like they were having a great time. But then my mind jumped to this looks like kind of a cult, and it puts a negative connotation on that. So I think people just associate things they maybe think are strange yeah or don't necessarily like with it. It's an encapsulating word. Yeah. So yeah 50 things to look forward to in 2022 mm-hmm. uh cults yeah joining one mm. joining the cartel in Colombia. Mm. no i don't want to yeah it's a I've bad idea a i heard it's pretty safe though in Colombia, so yeah that's good and yeah i'm excited to go uh and teach i guess my own values it wouldn't be jewish values i be christian values you could take the best parts of everything and apply it to yourself and grow uh just help the kids
1: yeah
0: and i'm excited it's a beautiful country and Bogota is like a really interesting city so I'm excited to explore and just try to live the best way I can so I think you're really looking forward to
1: um wow so many things I'm taking some really cool classes in college next semester and I think I'm going to put out an EP and make a music video for my first ever album which is so exciting um and I have a band at school so we're going to perform a lot hopefully kind of get our name out there and like what is the
0: band called?
1: Lily and the Lights. Check us out on Instagram, L I L I and the Lights. Whenever I have a gig, I'm always like, I really hope you know how to spell and the lights. If you don't, that's concerning. And I feel then, like
0: it's pretty easy to spell and the lights. I
1: agree. I'm like, how did you make it to the college level if you can't spell that?
0: Actually, it's kind of difficult. There is, is the G H-, H. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I get a chuckle. Sometimes people are, like, too drunk to even notice <laughs> that I said anything.
0: Really? I'm yeah. I can, not surprised.
1: Yeah, we play at mostly house parties, and so people just want, like, loud music. And I was like, well, what about the subtleties of that harmony? And everyone's like, what?
0: <laughs> so there's a time and a place for that. Exactly. You gotta pander to the crowd.
1: That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. This is fun while it lasts, and oh. there will be a time and place for people to appreciate the complexities of our harmonies.
0: I still think you should crowd surf.
1: Yeah, I would love to crowd surf, but there isn't really a stage. So, oh, like, that's true. like, it would be hard to get up on people. Just jump and... on top of them, I give just, them a little bit of warning. I don't trust any of these people to, to carry me. Are they weak? Uh, they're really drunk.
0: Oh, I mean, drunk people would love that. I mean, if you fall, you fall. It's not that high. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how tall are these people? They're not that tall.
1: They're all very varying heights.
0: That is true. They'll carry. It. I got faith.
1: Okay. <laughs> Their hands are up
0: in the air always anyways. That's true.
1: Yeah, so. and I'm just excited to like do art and hang out with my friends and people I love and make music and dance and learn from people. and.
0: See, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I was making my list, and I was just putting on stuff I'm looking forward to. And you are looking forward to hanging out with your friends. But for some reason, when making a list, that isn't the first thing that comes to mind. It doesn't feel like a big event or like life because you do it often you hang out with your friends fairly frequently right. so it doesn't seem like something you look forward to especially in college when you see your friends literally every day
1: yeah and i look forward to it i love my friends so much it's just like mm-hmm. a pleasure every time i get to see them
0: yeah it's just when you make that list like what qualifies as something you would put on the list mm. is, is yeah. what i was thinking about
1: yeah did you put our trip to the DR
0: i put travel It encapsulates everything. We're going to see cousins, and we're going to the Dominican Republic, like we often do. Yeah. Uh, They have a three-month-old?
1: Six-month-old? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that. Under a year. Yeah, there's there's like three babies. One's like four.
0: That's not a baby. Yeah, I was going to say.
1: A child. Three children. Young children. One's four. One's like one and a half, I think, or two, mm-hmm. and then one's like six months around.
0: Yeah, and my dad's gotten more presents for that baby than he has gotten me for the past 10 years.
1: Probably 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. a <laughs> <laughs> every, <the> t- <laughs>
0: every time I uh, look in the mail, we get another card saying, oh, wow, thank you so much for this uh, gift oh that you God. gave to our baby. My dad is
1: obsessed with this baby. I His know. name is Reed Jacob, which is just so funny to me.
0: We were guessing the name, and we're just so far off. Yeah,
1: what did we guess?
0: I forgot. I
1: think I was guessing very, like, woo-woo things that I like.
0: No, we were guessing, like, his da- grandpa's oh, name. Oh, right. Sam, or something. No. <laughs> I don't think it was Sam. Yeah, maybe not Sam. Something along those lines. Just a regular-ass Jewish name.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird, because these cousins, they've lived in Florida for a long time. The cousins that are the parents are our first cousins, and then the, their children are, like, our first cousins once removed. I think that's how it that works. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but they're, they've always been, like, 10, 15 years older than us, so we don't really have... 10? Some of them are 15 years older. Well, More there's two
0: that's that. 10, and then one that's about 15, yeah, and then one...
1: Dan's, like, 20 years older than us. He's, like, almost 40.
0: Is he actually? Yeah, he's old. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Like, they got married when we were 8, and I was 8.
0: You were actually, the flower girl. I
1: don't know. Everything in my young life happened when i was eight like (laughs) for some reason that's the age that i chose that i broke my leg that we went to china you
0: broke your leg six times how could it be the way well the bad (laughs) break oh okay
1: which actually happened when i was like 10 or 11 whatever Mm. that's besides the point but um so we've never really had like a super tight relationship with them because they're not like an older sort of like authority figure i guess you could say or like someone to look up to but they're also not our age and someone to play with and i don't really love kids
0: just you think one couple doesn't love kids
1: they don't they're nice to me yeah they're nice when we were younger they they didn't really
0: i think eight's a good round number though when you're when you're guessing like i feel like the number that comes to when you do odds are like if you do odds are one to ten what's the number that comes to your mind frequently first three okay I'll make sure not to say three if we're doing that, or to say three, but I thought you were going to say eight. I knew you did. <laughs> did you say that so that you wouldn't say eight? No. Okay. I think a three. Okay. Because, I don't know, it just seems round. It's a double. It's two yeah. zeros.
1: It's a great number.
0: It's a good number and yeah. craps.
1: When I was eight, that couple didn't like me.
0: When you were like five to... 15. Well, he, she was the flower girl at their wedding, and yeah. there was no younger person, so she was like an old flower girl. Yeah. Old in flower girl standards. Right. Most flower girls are like three, right?
1: I have no clue. I think I was like six, which is not that old.
0: I think it's old for flower girls. I think they're like three or two. The
1: ring bearer was like one and a half and was having like a temper tantrum (laughs) during the ceremony and we were like oh this is so awkward.
0: if a one and a half year old had a temper tantrum during your ceremony you might hate kids too. Nah. No? That's not enough?
1: No I could never hate kids.
0: I mean you could hate kids for a moment. Yeah okay. But and if you're never attached to kids that one moment especially it's your day. Right. Might stick out. That's true. Yeah we never saw them that often though. yeah because they
1: live in florida and we we live in new york and so they're just kind of far
0: yeah florida's like a place you kind of plan to get to i was telling my friend but you don't go that often like right and if you see someone once every three years once every two years how close are you to them
1: right
0: and we don't call them well i guess they were the last generation before really you know you had mobile cell phones we kind of were before iphones at least yeah and you I had... remember
1: flip phones. and think they were so cool when you were really little.
0: Mm-hmm. I like the slide-up phones.
1: Those are so cool. I know. Those should... are the thing in middle school.
0: Imagine they got slide-up phones now, but with actual, like, good screens. Like, just take your iPhone and put a slide-up keyboard.
1: I'm sure they have those.
0: They sell attachments. They definitely sell attachments.
1: No, I'm sure they have those, too.
0: No, those are definitely, like, Android and knockoff shits. We don't get those. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Mr. <laughs> bougie. My, my iPhone 7 is not that bougie. They're on the 13 now or something, so... Yeah. I don't understand people who get the new one every year.
1: Some of those plans do that. Like, they Mm. have an automatic update or something.
0: Yeah, but besides that, are you going to buy... It costs, like, so much money, but then they have all these plans, and it makes it feel like it's not a lot of money. Yeah. Because it's just on super layaway. Right. Or you... I see all the commercials, they say, stick to our phone plan, and you get it free, so do they make all their money on the phone plans and not... Make yeah, that much
1: money. because I think the phones cost way less for those companies, probably they have some like big contract mm,
0: that's true. They're
1: much cheaper where they really make their money is
0: The margins yeah. are massive.
1: yeah, I'm guessing.
0: They get royalties. Yeah, I'm just going to say anything I know from Shark Tank right now.
1: yeah, something along those lines. mm mm-hmm.
0: Uh yeah, no, but we're going then we're going to the Dominican Republic and uh, we're not having beds on the beach, which is yeah. very disappointing. I guess we're spoiled. (laughs) You sound kind of spoiled. Yeah. I don't mean it like that, but...
1: We went to the same resort every year for a few years. For some reason, my family, we go to the DR every year. Yeah. Um, It was so we could be with our grandparents at first because they're not super mobile so we would go to like an all-inclusive resort and we could spend time with them and my grandma loved to swim and her asthma was better in warm places and the dr was the cheapest of like the caribbean cause mm-hmm. it's and fun. we would
0: go to fairly cheap my dad would get good deals yeah cheap caribbean.com
1: everyone check oh, yeah.
0: it out but don't raise the prices too much
1: yeah yeah because so don't tell everyone more. yeah but you can know
0: yeah of course anyways tell like two people <laughs> yeah, and if you tell maybe. them about cheap caribbean caribbean Tell them about the podcast yeah. that they should listen. Reluctant yeah. Vegan son, or whatever the name I change to, possibly. Yeah. In the coming times.
1: Yeah. Anyways.
0: Yeah. And referral code. No, they don't sponsor us. I wish they did. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be awesome. Cheap Caribbean, please sponsor us and give us plane tickets. And to-
1: referral code. Referral referral code
0: for our fans. Oh my
1: god, I can't say that word. Referral code VGN reluctant. <laughs> Sorry.
0: VGN? Reluctant Vegan?
1: Yeah.
0: Son. Well, maybe there's like a vegan resort that would sponsor us. That, that would be
1: the, that would be lit. That's the dream. That's the dream. Mm-hmm. It's not bad though. We eat like rice and beans and like, yeah, yummy things. We're happy with it. Yeah, we're so content. We don't really need the like five star hotel or any mm-hmm. of that. But every we went to the same resort and they have these beaches on these beaches on the bed.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just pile the sand on top. Yeah. And-
1: we, they have these beds on the beach, which my mom always really likes because they are just really comfy to lie down on. Those sheets have not been washed, I think, in probably, like, nope. 30 years. Like, but ever.
0: It's nice to just lie down looking at the but beach. But
1: it's so nice, and and that's why we kept going back because my mom just loved those beach beds. But this year, my dad was like, I got us a little bit of a fancier resort. like It was,
0: it was a good deal. Probably
1: $30 more each, and there's no beach beds, and so...
0: We're disappointed.
1: Yeah, I'm just confused. Like, what do you even sit on on the beach? Chairs. Or a chair.
0: Or a towel. Towels on beaches are just not as nice as beds.
1: No. They're nice, but they're, it's just totally... Yeah, totally and what favorite.
0: am I going to do? Be on beds near the pools?
1: They don't have beds around. Probably. Oh, they don't have
0: any beds? No. We sleep on the floor?
1: No, we, they have beds on our room. No, I got
0: you. Yeah, okay. I understand. Not... <laughs> 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 it's not that concerning. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. update you guys. Definitely, we'll we'll say how it was. Maybe this is our new place. Yeah, but we had our friends at the old place.
1: Yeah, we, we we're friends with all like the animation workers they're called mm-hmm. and like.
0: Why were they called animation workers? I
1: don't know. They all had like weird nicknames that they gave themselves.
0: Yeah, but I would play ping pong with them, and we would yeah. go to all the events. We had our guide do zumba.
1: I had like four boyfriends.
0: Yeah, maybe <laughs> this one will have more female animation.
1: There were plenty of female animation workers.
0: No, I'm kidding. But yeah, we're looking forward to that. Uh, I mean, I guess I was asking people, my family, some friends, and they're looking forward to COVID being over, or we might just fucking deal with that shit for the rest of our lives. I know, like, I was reading that the EU uh, are, like, preparing for COVID just to be, like, the flu every year. You get another booster shot every year or something. I mean, Israel's on their fourth
1: yeah so. i mean that's what the flu is like you get a shot every year and there is a chance that you'll get it but you you do the best you can and then one if you do get it you you deal with it then you know you isolate and you take care of yourself and mm-hmm. you yeah. got in a
0: flu shot one time i think yeah i got that. mine
1: last year from nice
0: year. yeah yeah i got mine because i was getting some some other thing. yeah i have to get mine this year they're not
1: so. very effective um, the flu shots yeah but these shots are, like, a different kind, so hmm. they're supposed to be more effective. I don't really know what to believe. Like, this is what I'm told. This is what I'm believing. and It's a hard thing because every day I feel like something new comes out, something changes. Like, we're quarantining for 10 days from our positive test, even though we had, like, symptoms beforehand. But now the CDC is saying you can do five if your symptoms, like, go away and...
0: I think they're doing that, though, because they want life to be more normal. They don't want to interrupt, like, people who are working.
1: That's what I'm thinking, too. It's capitalism. mm Mm-hmm.
0: And since the only thing we're having, like, soon is our trip. And we don't want the trip to be ruined, so we might as well take it a little safer.
1: Right. I think so, too.
0: So, I mean, yeah, that's what the CDC's recommendation, but it's what makes sense for you. Like, would going out... And it's not that we're worried about... You know ourselves. It's about we're worried about other people. Worried about yeah, and you don't know who they see,
1: right?
0: And it's running rampant.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, New York is so bad right now.
0: Yeah, so those were almost fifty things to look (laughs) forward to. Not quite fifty things, but the other thing I want to talk about is that with the New Year's coming up, everybody talks about New Year's resolutions or, uh, or goals that you want to in New Year. And I guess is a goal something you're looking forward to depends on the goal. I mean, it could definitely think, like, are you looking forward to working out? Maybe, if If that's you're your not, thought.
1: then you're never going to stick to it.
0: No, I know, but... Um, uh,
1: your resolution is to stop.
0: No. <laughs> I was debating that. I was planning <laughs> to do this by myself, anyways. One of the things I was thinking about <laughs> writing is to stop watching porn, but I guess I'll share that. <laughs> yeah. Because Lily just read it off my comput- <laughs> computer. No, Show Something I pride myself, the thing that I, like, Trying to do on this show is to be honest and authentic, and I think a lot of young men uh, my age struggle with watching porn because it's not necessarily something that you want to do. It's something that you feel like you don't know what to do, and and you go towards it or something. Right. And if it's not something that I want to do, then it's something that I want to stop doing yeah. in that way. And so that's why I wrote that as a goal or a resolution. Yeah. But but the main thing that I figured out trying to figure out resolutions and goals is that you're trying to do what you want to do, and and we were talking about that recently and and it stuck with me, um, uh, about if you're not wanting to do it, then why are you doing this resolution because you think you need to do it? Are you doing this resolution because you think it would be better? If you don't want to do it, you're not going to be able to stick to it anyway. There's so it doesn't make sense difference. There's probably some pressure
1: from society that you feel like something you're doing is wrong. Yeah. So those are the things that people don't stick to. Like I think about when a lot of people are like, I'm going to lose weight or start working out. Is it because you genuinely don't feel healthy and you really want to feel healthier? Like that's one thing. Or has beauty standards made you feel like you don't look good or that the male gaze you are not attracting enough attention in a certain way and you need to change yourself? And I think that every woman or raised female person struggles with that to some degree. I know every single one of my friends, including myself, has mm-hmm. had some vows with that just because what you see in the magazines, the type of friends that you have, they get the most guys, or whatever it is, or girls, or whatever sexual orientation they have. There's this way in which we feel like we're wrong, we're bad, let's fix that, let's change that, and life will be better. People will mm-hmm. like me more. I'll have more money, I'll have more of this. Like, None of that's true. That's what people tell you for capitalism to continue in this cycle, you know? Like, especially with the body positivity movement, which is so awesome, but it's led by women that by no means are they very fat or obese. They're, like, Mm -hmm. maybe normal size or, like, not stick skinny, but they aren't oppressed in society the way that obese and really fat people are, which is where, like, fat phobia comes in and, like actual body positivity movement they're just considered by the male gaze and social standards to not have the most beautiful body type you know
0: I find that happens in a lot of movements it's not necessarily right. led by the actual people who
1: right.
0: are trying to who are trying to do the thing and so then other people feel like they're speaking for them and it becomes a whole mess like i find that with black lives matter a lot of it was led by black black member black people which was really good yeah Um, but I was watching uh, Channel 5 with Andrew Callahan uh, and he did there was an Urdu reparation march that he was covering in Oakland Mm -hmm. that was it was white solidarity for black reparations Mm -hmm. and he they were crazy Mm -hmm. because they literally had a march to raise funds for a basketball court in St. Louis rather than actually helping people right and if you have opportunity to watch any of his shows, his episodes, they're on YouTube, they're fantastic. But they really weren't doing anything, had no idea what they were talking about, were just kind of crazy. Like, a lot of people, and then he interviewed some black people who are around, and they said, I saw White Solidarity, and I just went running. And yeah. they these people, like, they think that they have the right attitudes. Like, they mean, genuinely mean well. Right. They're just
1: not... That doing it yeah it's yeah. also a hard thing to navigate because mm-hmm. as white people or like allies to whatever groups you want to lift up voices from people in those communities but at the same time if you do have any kind of platform or even if not it's also your responsibility to use your voice to a certain degree mm-hmm. to get people to listen that might not listen to someone from that community or things along that line and so you have to figure out how to support without overtaking. But also use your voice enough so where you're not being obediently silent and giving into the system, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's a balance that everyone has to find for themselves. And I think it's probably harder if you have some sort of platform. I mean, I don't know. I don't really have Doesn't a platform. Get,
0: yeah. But. I mean, I talk about, we're talking about doing what you want to do. I mean, if they really want, if that's what they want to do, then I guess they're doing something, they're going for it, they're not standing still. So I, right. I, I give them credit for that, even though. And their hearts in the right place, so like there's still some credit that I give them. It's just not what I think. I not what I would be doing personally. Right. And that's what makes his shows good. And most of the time, he just goes to batshit crazy people and places. But yeah, is there anything you're uh, any goals that you have? Any resolutions?
1: Um, I think to like go for everything really bigly. And Mm -hmm. I think I'm starting to, which is awesome, but I just need to keep on that journey and know that something will happen at some point. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially I feel like when you're putting energy out into the world, that's the kind of energy that you're gonna get back. Yeah. Um, And I've been enjoying that. And also just to like be okay with who I am and how I am and what I am. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that like, I am a perfectly healthy human. I am, sometimes I don't do the most, most, most that I can all the time, but I kind of do a lot of the time. I'm really hard working, like maybe that's enough and I don't have to be so self-hating and critical all the time. Um, yeah. And yeah. That's, these are not like things that are going to change overnight. It's like mm-hmm. things that I'm working on now and things that I'll be working on probably for a lot of years to come.
0: Well, if New Year's resolutions to able to change overnight to get there, I mean capitalism wouldn't fucking exist or something right. like most of the new year's resolutions were promoted i think for capitalistic purposes totally. i'm assuming uh did they have i wonder when new year's resolutions started too and, and that was my other thinking is that why do they have to be new year's resolutions if there's something you want to do fucking do it yeah like start on december this will come out on the 30th a, yeah 29th uh, <laughs> it'll come out on the 30th but start start today yeah start whenever you new want year's to
1: new year's eve 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 resolution yeah it could be a <laughs>
0: june resolution i mean yeah people want to go for the summer bad why do you need this why do you want the summer bad because like i don't because... you think people are gonna like you yeah. better
1: or judge you or do you
0: feel like you need to or do, do you... you
1: want to be healthy
0: or also i feel like if you're doing something you don't enjoy doing it's really difficult so hard uh, like if you don't enjoy working out and your goal is to lose weight there are many other ways to lose so weight. So many ways that is not just working out.
1: What about like dancing or, or just like hopping around or trampolining or jump roping or?
0: Or be vegan, work on your diet. I mean, being yeah. vegan isn't necessarily. A, you won't immediately lose weight because there are lots of products that are not good for you. I feel like. Yeah, like but if you eat healthier, and then-
1: it's not even about for me. This is something I've struggled with for a long time because I'm not great at it yet. But I was talking about it a lot with my friend over the summer, about, like he really wanted to put on weight and be like bigger because he was insecure about the fact that he was like super skinny. Um, and I was always like sort of wanting to like lose weight just because I felt like I was slightly overweight and I'm a dancer and all of that. But really like I'm trying to get to the point in my life where like I want to be healthy. I want to listen to my body. Like if I can do everything that I want to, like I want to do, if I can do it well, if I can jump really high, if I can dance for a really long time, if I can play basketball with aggression and shut down toxic masculinity on the court, you know, like mm-hmm. that's enough. Rather than like looking in the mirror and being like, Oh, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like this And so when I'm eating trying to eat like pretty whole food or, or plant based, it's because I wanna be able to do those things with ease and pleasure, not because mm-hmm. I like want to look a certain way or lose weight, you know? Yeah.
0: I feel like you end up if if you wanna do if you wanna look a certain way, if you feel like you need to then it becomes very difficult yeah and on that note i think it's a good place to stop uh thanks for listening uh thanks for listening. thank you for being here lily uh yes. lily lily and the lights lily and anything else you want to- yeah my
1: singing instagram and dancing is lily l-i-l-i-s-s life l-i-f-e so it's like lily's life but there are two s's check it out i'm gonna be releasing music soon so that's really exciting and yeah stay tuned
0: Yeah, and thanks for listening. Uh, Make sure to uh, tell a friend if you enjoyed. Tell a friend if you didn't enjoy. They can have their own opinion on it. Uh, If you have any questions, comment, concerns, email me at reluctantvegansun at gmail.com or send me a DM at reluctantvegansun on Instagram. And please uh, like, subscribe, and review the podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye Bye.